What's up, tea amigos, and welcome to Optimized, the show that teaches you all things tea and how it can optimize longevity, recovery, and performance. My name is Vince Lapalusa, and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. And today, we are diving into chamomile. I love chamomile. It's the perfect sleepy time tea, but it's also more than just a sleepy time tea. I think that it's gotten pigeonholed into being a sleepy time tea. And you know what? I'm uh I'm here to here to shed some light on it. But we're also going to talk about why it's uh why it's great for for those evening time naps that we call sleep. So today we're going to dig into three topics about chamomile. First being the history of it and its historical uses slash both medicinally as well as just uh spiritually and and everything of the likes. Uh, number two is the unique health benefits of chamomile. And number three is any tips that you need to know to make the best cup of tea and have the best chamomile tea experience. So let's dive on in. So first up, the history of chamomile. So chamomile, from what we know and what we understand, it dates back, it dates back to ancient Egypt ancient Rome, ancient Greece, um, these types of times. We actually have found hieroglyphs uh, in Egypt about chamomile. And in Egypt, it was actually specifically worshipped and revered and dedicated to the sun god Ra. And the reason being is if you actually know what the chamomile plant and chamomile flower looks like. It's a beautiful, almost white daisy looking thing, but in the center is this beautiful, bright yellow gold center, basically. And it's a it's a circle, it's a disc, and the ancient Egyptians dedicated it to the sun god Ra because the center actually looked like a tiny sun. So that was super cool. I think that's a that's really awesome. But also in ancient Greece, chamomile is revered as one of the nine sacred sacred one of the nine sacred herbs of the Laknunga. And I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it's L-A-C-N-U-N-G-A, the Laknunga. And that is actually a collection of Anglo-Saxon Anglo-Saxon medical texts and prayers that was kind of revered as the quote unquote Bible that you would go to for understanding herbs and prayers and how to work with the earth and what was gifted to us to to heal ourselves, both spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally and all the good things. Um, so I think that's super cool. Chamomile was one of the nine sacred herbs within this Laknunga. Uh, so we have, it was dedicated to the sun god Ra, if you're into astrology, um, it's actually a fire herb, I believe. I could be wrong with that. I'm not into astrology. So that one I, I did kind of, I just assumed because it's uh, it's a sun, a sun herb. So I'll have to double check that and maybe leave that in or not. But the, yeah, but also one of the nine sacred herbs, super awesome. Um, but on top of it, chamomile has had a unique history as well. One in the fact that it was actually used in lawns instead of grass. People would plant lawns of chamomile, which 
is dope, in my opinion. Like, why not have a lawn of chamomile that smells heavenly, that just is so visually appealing, instead of crappy grass? Like, that just eats water and doesn't do much. I mean, it it absorbs CO2. That's cool. I'm glad about that. But maybe let's all start plant uh, planting some chamomile lawns. Um, so it's been used for that. It was actually used as a meat preservative before refrigeration. Uh, it has antibacterial and antimicrobial type properties within chamomile. So the elixir and the er, er, and the tonic of chamomile tea was actually used as a meat preservative before refrigeration. And on top of that, before hops was introduced in the beer making process, chamomile was the major bittering herb. Um, if you've ever oversteeped chamomile, and we'll get into this about the tips and tricks uh, for making the best cup of tea. But if you oversteep chamomile, it can get very bitter. And that's just, frankly, not enjoyable. So we'll leave it at that for the history. There's so much to talk about, but these are high level things and kind of get you thinking. Maybe do a little bit more research into it yourself. Um, So on to the health benefits, the unique health benefits. Chamomile is much more than just a sleepy time tea. I'm actually drinking it right now. It is 12.50 in the afternoon. So for me personally, it doesn't knock me out that much. Um, I do typically drink it at night to wind down um, because of some of the flavonoids and other properties within it. But it's one just more as a gentle nervine. It helps calm me down, get my anxiety a little bit less, and just makes me feel good. I do know other people who it makes them pass out. And if you're that type of person, cool, save it for, save it for the evening. But in my opinion, it's more than just a sleepy time tea. It's been shown as a great herb to apply to your skin. Um, you can actually take baths with the tea. So basically either if you want to make it look really pretty, get the actual flowers and sprinkle them in your bathtub You'll let that soothe and get into the skin, moisturize your skin naturally, give you a glow. This was something that was super popular back uh, historically as well. Um, Another history fact was that warriors would actually braid it into their hair to give a calm focus going into battle because of the gentle gentleness that the chamomile would exude. Um, So that's super cool. Another cool history and also health benefit fact is doctors in ancient Greece would prescribe people to literally go immerse themselves around chamomile flowers. Like just go sit by a chamomile because just their mere presence and the smell and the aroma would relieve tension and make you feel healthier and just bring a more exuberant health to the body. So that's something super cool. Um, But why is it known as such a sleepy time tea and why does it have these calming effects? Well, one of the things that chamomile has that's it's arguably the most abundant in is a compound called apigenin. And apigenin is a powerful flavonoid. Now, there's two different types of apigenin that we find in the world, basically, um, and in different different types of plants as well as uh, capsules or supplements. And one is the free form apigenin, 
and the other is known as 7-glycoside apigenin. And why that's important is because the 7-glycoside is actually what's found within chamomile. And that is good for us. We we like that. We want that. And why is that? Because that's actually the more bioavailable for us version of the apigenin for us to actually use and consume and make us feel the effects of chamomile better. So it's found highest within chamomile amongst many other types of herbs. So that's super cool, super unique. Um, Like I did mention, super powerful herb for the skin. Highly recommend. I mean, sometimes when I have tea bags of chamomile, I'll actually rub it on the face, you know, give me a little afternoon glow or evening glow going to bed. You can do face masks. You can put it in baths, really absorb it through your skin that way. It's also just a good anti-inflammatory um, and soothes the gut. So if you just have an upset stomach, um, it's a carminative, so it'll lower the gas production that in, in within our gut as well. So these are all things, I mean, we think of chamomile as the sleepy time tea, and it does a great job at that. But there's more to it. There's There's a lot more to it. And that's why I really love these herbs is because, frankly, they do more than just what we typically know them for. So those are some of the unique health benefits and how we should, as the consumer, should make this cup of tea to have the best experience and to really, one, have the best tasting cup of tea that you that we've ever had, um, but two, also just to really like calm the senses, like make the whole experience good and pleasurable, peaceful, serene. Um, there's there's a few little tips that that I'd recommend. Um, one, you're gonna you're gonna find two different types or two different species of chamomile on the market: the German chamomile and Roman chamomile. These both will have very similar effects when it comes to the health benefits and to the properties within the tea. However, German chamomile is the one that we want, and that is because it's actually just sweeter. It, the, the taste is so much better. Uh, Roman chamomile, while it will make us feel sleepy, it'll have these similar effects. It's very bitter. And maybe that's a good one for the bath. If you're looking to, to make a, a bath out of chamomile and you don't want to use the German chamomile because it tastes sweet and you don't really want to drink bath water, um, maybe toss a little bit of Roman chamomile into your bath. But I'd recommend for the sake of making a good cup of tea, I'd recommend German chamomile. And once you have that German chamomile, be cautious of oversteeping or using too hot of a temperature. Um, that will extract more of the bitterness out of the chamomile. And again, chamomile is a bittering agent. Like That's why it was used as a beer replacement or a hops replacement within beer. Or originally, hops replaced it later um, in history. So I'd recommend steeping at roughly only five minutes maximum and at lower temps between like 160 degrees to 185 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, strictly for the purposes of making it really delicious and enjoyable to to drink. If you go longer, it's not going to do anything wrong per se. It'll just make it bitter. And we want to enjoy our cup of tea while also, you know, getting the good healthy benefits out of it. Um 
The other thing, and this is actually from Dr. Andrew Huberman, which if you have not listened to him, highly go recommend you check out his podcast, The Huberman Lab. And he's a big proponent of chamomile as a sleep aid. And he recommends drinking it 30 minutes before you go to bed or before you plan to sleep. So if you're in bed, I sometimes enjoy uh, some chamomile tea in bed while I read. The combination of reading, drinking chamomile tea in bed, I'm out pretty much like 15, 20 minutes later. Um, But yeah, so about like 30 minutes before bed is what Dr. Andrew Huberman recommends. I think that gives the time or the... Yeah, the body some time to actually digest the apigenin and actually let it do its thing within our bodies. And he knows that better. So highly go recommend checking out his podcast. And finally, the last thing, which is another thing I just love doing, is I love blending it with other herbs. And when I say blend, it's not like actually in a blender. Um, it's basically just mixing. So like I'll do like a 50-50 ratio of lavender and chamomile. Both have very similar properties in the sense that they're both very gentle nervines. They're going to calm the the nervous system, calm the gut, calm the mind, calm everything. They have very nice floral combinations of flavors. Um, Another good herb is Tulsi or Holy Basil, another great nervine. Um, Lemongrass, ginger. You can really mix mix and match chamomile with a lot of great herbs. And it's always fun to do that because... You're going to get different benefits as well if you're trying to to work with it from a benefit standpoint. And that all being said, make sure that it's right for you. Um, people with ragweed allergies can have negative effects with chamomile. And so you always want to make sure that if you've never incorporated this herb before into your diet, check with your doctor and or holistic practitioner, whoever you go to see. Check with them before introducing a new herb into your system. So that's all. That's that's where we'll leave it today. A little bit of history, a little bit of health benefits, a little bit of tips and tricks and how to make the best cup of chamomile tea. Overall, I love this tea. I think that it's really one of those powerful, like it's like such a underrated tea in my opinion. Um, people know it, but they don't really give it the respect that I think chamomile deserves, and I'm here for for chamomile. I'm here to pr- promote it and spread the good the good word. So, I appreciate you tuning in today. And if you enjoyed this episode of Optimized, please do not forget to leave a five star review. Uh, it really helps grow the show and motivates me to put out more content like this for you to study more about these herbs and teas. And if you're interested, I mean in in the five-star review, leave a recommendation of what tea you'd like to learn about next. And I would be more than happy to dive into that. So leave that review. And if you're looking to incorporate a new nighttime routine, a new sleepy time tea that you want right before bed, 30 minutes before bed, check out freshsteeps.com. They have the Zen blend and it's amazing. It's a blend. It's a combination of lavender, chamomile, lemongrass, and nettle. And these these four combos or these four herbs in combination are amazing. They they just are such gentle herbs on the system. 
puts you right to sleep. That's you honestly what I typically drink before bed um, while I'm reading. So great herbs. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. Freshsteeps.com. Check it out, the Zen Blend. Get yours today. And I appreciate you. So remember to take some time for yourself. Enjoy a cup of tea. Unwind. Relax. And enjoy your life. And we'll see you on the next episode.